Bill Maher continues his journey into the land of red pills in his most recent episode of Real Time with Bill Maher. Bill Maher discusses a very red pill sort of right-wing perspective on critical race theory and natural immunity towards the virus. Um, It's very interesting. We're going to give you our analysis on that. Then we're going to discuss something that has the left-wing mainstream media losing their minds, and it is Tucker Carlson's new documentary on Fox Nation called Patriot Purge, and it gives a different perspective than you received from the left-wing mainstream media about the events of January 6th. Um, The first episode is out. We're going to discuss that and how the mainstream media, particularly the left-wing mainstream media, will probably continue to lose their minds about Tucker Carlson and his work. And then we're going to discuss our final thoughts and predictions on the Virginia governor's race. As you hear this, it is election day. As we record this, it is the day before election day. And uh, we're going to discuss it, see where the polling is currently at the day before election and give our final predictions on uh, Glenn Youngkin versus Terry McAuliffe. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K-Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised going over to our website. That's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for a newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if we talk about something on this episode that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them on all podcast platforms. If you're listening to us on Apple Music, on Apple Podcasts, rather, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. And if you want to help us stay independent, go to our website and you could donate an amount of your choosing. Uh, helps us out a lot. We appreciate that. So getting into it, um, I think we'll start with Bill Maher. Then we'll talk about the Tucker Carlson documentary. And then we'll close off with Virginia since yeah, um, that's sort of... I would say the most relevant thing right now because uh, tomorrow's election day. Well, as they hear this, it will be election day, but we're recording it the Monday before. Um, So Bill Maher, we've uh, rocked with him for a while. A lot of uh, our longtime listeners, they know that about us. Um, Even though he's on a different side of the political aisle, But he's had a little bit of a metamorphosis as of recently. Um, We've talked about a lot of different occurrences on his show where he shows that he's not with all the woke shit. Um, He's starting to get into this realm of of thinking that the the virus uh, was a little bit and the response to it was a little bit overblown. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting um, what's going on with him. And then in this most recent episode of Real Time with Bill Maher, he's uh, 
talking about critical race theory, which he talked about critical race theory before, and he kind of gave an insight uh, to his thoughts and views on it when he had Ben Shapiro on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with that other guy from MSNBC, what uh, Malcolm, Malcolm something. Malcolm I forgot. Malcolm Nance. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and uh, Malcolm Nance was just like like awful and like smug and uppity. And Ben Shapiro was trying to have like a real debate and Malcolm Nance was uh, uh, throwing ad hominem insults. Is, is this what you do on your show? Because it sucks. Like, dude, like what, what are we doing here? And, um, and and uh, uh, he, he kind of suggested that Ben Shapiro was being racist or, or, or insensitive to, to race and and even Bill Maher stood up for Ben Shapiro saying like he's not saying that like what do you what are yeah. you getting out of this so the red pill journey continues for Bill Maher and uh, in this latest episode we see that he essentially doesn't rock with the notion of critical race theory um and he he is very curious as to why we don't in this nation discuss natural immunity towards the virus more now the natural immunity aspect we've discussed that plenty of times on this show we discussed it when we covered uh joe rogan um uh when joe rogan got the 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 virus and then also when joe rogan had sanjay gupta on his podcast um we've discussed this we've discussed why we haven't seen this being asked more of Dr. Fauci and Jobs not caring about the fact that somebody might be naturally naturally immune to the virus um, based off of the study out of Israel. We've discussed these things. And now it seems like Bill Maher is questioning that as well, which... Yeah. Any logical person would, if we have facts and we have evidence pointing to there being natural immunity, if we have that, that and, and we have evidence that that is such a thing and it's effective, and as, as far as we know right now, it's more effective than having the jab. Why would why would you not care about that? Why would that not be important to you unless this truly is about money and lining your pockets? Yeah. And when he asked Senator Coons, he had Senator Coons and and uh, who was I, I don't know who the lady was. A guy saw the clip, uh, and it was mostly an, an exchange between him and and the senator. The senator just kind of stayed quiet, and he was like, "No, you're, you're right," <laughs> which is funny because. When Joe Rogan was getting at uh, Sanjay Gupta, it was the same thing. He's like, no, they were wrong. CNN was wrong. Can you at least admit it? And then Sanjay was like trying to jump to another subject. No, no, no. Let's talk about this subject. Yeah. And it's like, leave it to independent people that have independent shows, that their job is not to be journalists, to do the best journalism. Like, that's, to me, crazy. And you take these senators, you take these uh, quote-unquote journalists out of their bubble and they can't stand on their own two feet. Yeah. And, and they and they cave right away. Let, let's not forget yeah. the epic moment and still give credit to Sanjay Gupta when he asked 
Fauci about natural immunity and Fauci flat out said, I don't know. Yeah. Crazy. What is this? Like, like you're, we're, you don't know, but, but you're, you're following a doctrine where people are being fired. Yeah. You know, and, and, and who may have this natural immunity because it, yeah. the jab is so important to you people. Yeah. And we have to remember this, these moments because like, even, or when Tom Cotton was talking to, uh, uh, the attorney general. Yeah, Garland, Merrick yeah, Garland. Yeah, and like, and like, he's like, yeah, you, you shouldn't be. A, I'm. Thank God you're not in Supreme Court. And like, dude had nothing to say. His face. He yeah. Was so like, he was oh. like stunned, and it's like, man, you people for 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 your side to be the one that flings insults constantly, calls people racist constantly, calls people homophobic constantly, xenophobic, all this, all that. You sure do cave quite quickly when you get confronted. Oh, big time. You know, it's funny, a, a little sidebar story about Merrick Garland since you brought him up. I remember when Obama nominated him for the Supreme Court. Um, obviously, he didn't get in. Yeah. Um, good thing. Uh, good job, uh, uh, Big Mitch and the gang <laughs> for that one. But um, another another accolade of Big Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we're convincing some of the people that listen to this show that Big Mitch is not so bad. <laughs> That turkey neck ain't so bad, <laughs> but uh, but uh, this is sidebar. But but I remember when Obama first nominated Merrick Garland for the Supreme Court. Um, Merrick Garland gave a speech at the White House. It was I think it was the Rose Garden. I think that's the area of the White House. It was. Um, he told a story about how. This day, meaning the day that he was nominated to be a Supreme Court justice, was the best day of his life next to his wife saying, yes, that she'll marry him. <laughs> and like he was weeping as he said it. And I don't know what like if I'm wrong for this, but like I instantly not just because he's like a leftist, he yeah. would have been a leftist Supreme Court justice, and he was about he was nominated by Obama that I didn't rock with, dude. But like I lost so much respect for him in that moment. Yeah, and like, am I am I wrong for that? No, 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 because I remember like the people that have uh, the grand scheme, like of like oh what is bestowed upon them. Your reaction isn't, oh, this is the best day. This like, oh wow, I gotta get to work. You know, like, I, well, I'm, I'm, I'm more so like I lost respect more so for like the whole thing of like, like, like you're comparing this to like your wife saying yeah, yeah, to well, marry you, and like you're weeping about it. Yeah, but but to me, it, it, for first it shows that you're fake, because like, it's not get the fuck off. And those are two separate things. Again, one is your duty, and the other one is like a personal thing. Like that. That doesn't. And that's soft as fuck. Yeah. Like it's just I don't. I don't want I don't a Supreme that. Court justice yeah. that is like so emotionally mushy no. that like when it comes time to make a decision based off of the law, and you need to put emotions aside. Like you're conflating the two in this speech right now. I don't have. I, I. I just don't feel good about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. But but it goes back to like where your priorities are. You care that you're this, this is your title. No, no, you coward. Obviously, now that we know he's a coward throughout multiple years after that, yeah. we can see how he operates. Um, 
no, this is not a moment for you to, yeah, you could say that you're honored, but like, stop crying, first of all. Second of all, now for the rest of your life until you retire, it is your duty to take care of, uh, to do your job correctly. We don't have time for this. I don't know. To me, to me, it's like, it's not a time for that. Not even Amy Coney Barrett, who's a woman, cried. Yeah, yeah, like. And, and, and to me, it's like, it's just like so. I don't know. It comes off as like self-serving, like the way he 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 looked at that whole situation. So, again, you do your job. Uh, you, you should be proud of yourself. Like for example, like if like when it, when presidents win, you know they're they're congratulated, all that. That's cool. But like now, you get to work. Like now, your plan is set forth. Like we have to. Boom. Remember the first 100 days in Trump office? Like, boom, 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 boom. Miraculous. <laughs> your face. It's like, it had like nostalgia. Yeah, you had like a nostalgic look to your face. Like, damn. But like. The optimism. Yeah. The, yeah. Everything. Like, that's that's what your priority should be. So it's like, oh, well, right, thank you. And well, it is what it is. We got this. How many times do we see uh, all these little basketball players when they get drafted? And like they care so much, and then like two, five to six years later, they're nobodies. Shit, sometimes that same year they're nobodies. Yeah, and it's like, uh, okay, well, no one cared before. You only cared, and then when when you got soaked up in this whole lifestyle of like, oh look, I'm a basketball player. No, like you weren't doing what Kobe was doing, right? Or what you, you know, and and so those people they don't rest, they don't care about. You think that he cares if he goes to a party or, yeah. or, or, oh, look, I'm so happy. I'm, no, like now my mission is to win championships. Yeah, I, I feel yeah. you. And, and that's a, that's a very solid philosophy to have. It's like mm-hmm. when, when kids are, are so, uh, or kids or, or, or young adults or, or what have you are so excited about, about like they graduated. It's yeah. like, well, like, <laughs> Your work just begun, and then if you graduated with that, like I really don't think there's anything to celebrate here. Yeah. <laughs> Please get a job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, and well, yeah. Actually, th- thinking about it, culture, um, before was like, okay, you're you're a little excited about certain things that like thousands of kids <laughs> have done before you. Let's and let's thousands get, will do after you. Yeah, yeah. So let let's get to the mean potatoes of all this, and let's. What are you gonna do with your life? And so imagine back then that was kind of not like a great precedent to set. But now imagine today, everyone gets a trophy and everyone has to be accepted, and everybody and nobody loses. It's even worse now. Yeah. But that's that's kind of a, uh, a a side note to all of it. But yeah, so so. Of course, when you get people like that, when you get people like Pete Buttigieg, who's on maternity or paternity, I don't even know. Paternity. Yeah, like I don't even, Unless I don't know anymore. Mom. Yeah. <laughs> and then he'd be maternity. <laughs> maternity. Like um, while the, while the, <laughs> the world is, is blown half to hell, like, well, these are the people we've elected into office. And Why so, didn't elect yeah, them? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> this is a people you elect. <laughs> <laughs> why did y'all do this? And this is why why when we talk about it later on, this is why Yunkin is not looking so bad in Virginia. A democratic state. A state that Trump lost by ten points. 
that, Think that about lost that. by 10 points that hasn't voted for a Republican governor since 2009 and hasn't voted Republican for president since 2004. Yeah. So, so that's that's a and last year at this time voted for Biden plus 10. Yeah. That is a story, right? Yeah. That sets the stage like holy shit, this is a blue state. Yeah. And it's close. But now let we'll, me ask we'll you a question. That. And to me this is what 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 I get marveled at or what I marvel at when it comes to Bill Maher is he gets it because like how much of that and, and this is probably a question uh, I know you're going to have very good insight in is how much of that is it due for you harassing parents and and how they parent and harassing parents when it comes to school because literally this election seems like it, it probably is that, right? Because the two things that he talked about uh, in last night's episode, was it? I think it was last night's, was critical race theory which literally, clearly is about like, well, let's teach these kids to hate each other, right? And then secondly, all these COVID restrictions, all these COVID things when it comes to like, oh, well, 5 through 11, you, you get, you get, the kids have to get shots. How much of it do you think is like that, that demographic, like the parents, that age group? I, I mean, I, it, definitely, it definitely plays a role. Um, as to like what, I it's hard to say because for one I don't live in Virginia and yeah. two, there are parents that are that are with this shit. Like we'll yeah. look at look at California. Like they just voted and they everybody knew like yeah Newsom is gonna make your kids take the jab, and and that's and there's gonna be the virus restrictions and everything like that. So for a blue state, as far as I knew, like y'all rock with this type of shit. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, I wouldn't, as far as I know, like, you do think that white people are to blame for all of black people's problems. You, because this is the shit that, that's what I'm saying. This is the shit that, like, Biden was peddling. Like, he, you know, well, yeah. not so much like the mandates, uh, the way that he is now. He fucking totally flip flopped on that. But, um, yeah. But in terms of, like, critical race theory, like, he made it clear he's a proponent of that. Yeah. Um, even though he's a he's he's had his own moments that make him appear to be racist, but yeah. nobody did. Everybody was blind to that apparently. Yeah. So I really don't know. Like, like to me, what I'm getting is that this motherfucker is doing such an awful job that it's a culmination of of all that stuff. Well, everything you mentioned, plus yeah. the economy, plus inflation. Plus all of that stuff, because yeah. if it was just those two issues, like the way that I look at it is that's like, well, isn't that what a leftist would want out of a leftist out of a leftist governor? Because like this is the shit that they've been on. Yeah. And you know what? I don't know much about Virginia's economy. Like how has that like what type of jobs, you know, like we know. Give or take, uh, generally speaking, like an overview that the economy is not in a good place. But you're talking about specifically, yeah, the state. yeah, like you know, you know, like certain stuff here in Chicago. Oh, okay, this, this, and that. You know, uh, but like Virginia, I'm not, I'm well, not sure. That, and that's one of the things that, like, you are more, you get more familiar and acquainted with, like, actually seeing the state. You know, yeah, like you get a feel and and everything like that. Um, so yeah, to answer your question. 
I, I think that like that has a little bit of an effect on it, but that can't really be the whole driving force because if yeah. it is, then I'm lost because I thought like y'all wanted this shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I thought I thought you, the 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 lefties that like wanted yeah. you know if you had enough if there was enough of them to hurdle Biden plus 10 then what McAuliffe is on should be right up their alley and should be enough essentially for him to win to pull off a win. Yeah. But right now the numbers the numbers don't don't suggest that. And yeah. so is Bill Maher talking from a perspective that more people agree with. Um, I don't know. I like I, that. That's that's what's that's what's kind of interesting about about what he's on. Is, kind of is um, if you think about it, because look, you know where the people on the right stand. They're more on some like, well, I want to be free to make my medical decisions. And this virus isn't killing what the amount of people that you guys said it was like it's it's a flu it's a pretty bad flu. And now if you ha- if you get the, dem- the 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 type of Democrats like Bill Maher right, that means that the the really the party that's divided on on some of the some of the pandemic issues is really the left. If you think about it. Because mm-hmm. like you see these people clapping for this guy, that means there is a market for that on the left. Yeah, you know, you're seeing like for a guy that has the majority. I mean, not like a clear, clear majority, but like Biden trying to trying to uh, pass that Build Back Better plan, which is now a stripped down version of the Build Back Better plan. And then Manchin is still saying, "Nah, I don't think this is good for our, for for America going forward." What does that say? Yeah. That says that the left is clearly not even in looking at at themselves eye to eye. So how how could that like depending on how the Virginia stuff uh pans out, how could that be uh the problem right now going into 2022 into the midterms? Like nah, this is But good I guess what I'm baffled about is like but what was expected? Like really? Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> like what 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 did you what was expected? Like or now um, a year after the election, now you see that it was like all, all the shit that 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 uh, Danny T was on, like he was right about. But like, how come? How could you see it now and not and not then? You know, so. Yeah. So that's the thing that like has me a little bit baffled about it. So that's why it's like hard for me to to really pinpoint exactly like what it is that would swing so many Virginia voters into the Democrat uh, to the Republican column now because like I think all of this shit what's going on is par for the course. Like I am not really surprised by anything that's going on. Yeah, but remember so, how pissed off we were about like the numbers on like what was it? Uh, independence and um, libertarians. Libertarians, how they leaned really to like, well, not really, but like they they leaned towards the the left yeah. on that that last election. And I'm like, someone had the audacity a while back to 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 talk about 
Oh, it was like a a a, a group like a like a, a a Twitter account for like a, the libertarian. Uh, I don't know what libertarian group, but like I was like, well, first of all, you guys have to get your priorities straight. You voted for Biden. They're so don't fucking complain. Libertarians and independents are idiots, though. Yeah. Like, they... They... they Turn the hard they, way. They, they put on the veil of being sophisticated. Like, oh, we, we don't engage in the bickering back and forth that the, that the Democrats and the Republicans do. Yeah. We don't engage in that. Like, because at the end of the day... It's we know that it's between it's between the lesser yeah. the lesser of two evils. All the like same cliche shit that like it's it's said to like sound sophisticated, but really it's just an excuse for you not knowing shit. Yeah. That's what that's what it most independents and libertarians fall into that. Like this shit nowadays is like it's very clear cut and divided that there's one side that is for something and there's another side that is for something else. And actually, let me pull up this post that that uh, somebody uh, uh, posted that I found I found very very true. And this is just like you know regular everyday guy, um, and he said something that I I found real uh, interesting. He's like, right here. He says, "All right, to admit when you're wrong, just say I was wrong." putting all my eggs in that Joe Biden basket. No, I don't want to hear lesser of two evils. I don't want to hear neither party for us. I don't want to hear it's the Republicans. I don't want to hear it's the old Democrat guard. I don't want to hear I was with Bernie or none of the other arguments negating uh, that start with T and end with P. Have a good day. And uh, this is like this is a guy that knows Big Baby, one of our friends. He's just like a everyday regular guy. Yeah. He's a black dude, and like I follow him, and like I've seen his evolution. Like this is a guy that's like very real world. Like yeah. listen, you were wrong. You yeah. were wrong. It's not about Trump. It's not about oh the lesser of two evils. Like and you saw in air quotations, he put out all those all those cliches, like yeah. these cliche sayings. Oh the lesser of two evils and all. No. no libertarians that supposedly are for freedom the idea that you could not see that danny t was a, a step more so in the direction that you want to be in than than yeah. than biden if you could not see that and you voted third party you are a fucking moron because yeah. one the third party had no shot to win so why not vote for the guy that was going to at least take you in the step in the right direction because i get it you don't like the money printer going burr I'm an investor. Like I make I make a, a, a decent amount of money a month. I don't like the money printer going burr either. But yeah. guess what? Guess what? I understand that like that third party, like utopia shit that that that, that third party candidates are selling is impossible. It's not gonna happen right now. <laughs> it's not gonna happen right now. It takes steps to get there. And, so and we trended towards a way, way different route with Obama for eight years. Well, you think this shit is the tomorrow thing? Oh, tomorrow everything will be fixed. And in oh, four well. years, I would say that 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 Trump did a hell of a job reversing, not only reversing but propelling propelling forward. Yeah, reverse it and propelled forward. Yeah, and and really, really, if it wasn't for the 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 virus, there probably would have been like no shot in hell, like at all. Yeah, for the left. 
Yeah, and th- and that other t- than other than like rigging some shit, which yeah. the jury's still out on that, in my opinion. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> we still will never know. We never will know. Um. Yeah, no, you 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 make valid points. Like, I I just don't see how you would how you would go right on 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 this election. It was clear cut, you know. And and the first year is indicative of where we're at because like even mainstream media can't hide, they can't hide how bad people think this guy is. Yeah, mainstream media can't hide uh, <laughs> people reacting a certain way or chanting "Let's go, Brandon!" or. They can't hide that. Like that's a grassroots thing. Well, you they're don't starting need, to yeah. even cover, which I, I'm I'm shocked that they are, but they're starting to cover his disapproval yeah. ratings and the the particular areas in which people that are polling or par- participating in the polls, like how much they disagree with how he's handling it. And in pre-production, I asked you that question. I was like, well, why are they covering it now? Like, yeah. you guys hid everything during the the election. Everything you hid about this guy. So why now? And and I thought, like, you had a pretty, a pretty solid answer. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Like, my thought process was, well, first of all, we need to survive because this is looking bad. So for, they have to So from the perspective face. of the media. Yeah. Like, media has to save face at this point because it's bad. Also, this is how you're able to maybe pivot that candidate, which therefore, which is Brandon, <laughs> Joe Biden, like, to a more reasonable uh, way forward, which is not happening. Like, it's not working. Like, it seems like the more... the more No, this is a very arrogant administration. Yeah, yeah. they're so arrogant that it's like the more... The worse the job, the more they feel that they're doing a good job. And it's like, wow, you guys really, they, whoa. Everything bad and stupid, they doubled down on. We covered it recently. Yeah. Pete Buttigieg had the audacity to say that the supply chain shortage is not a supply chain shortage. But yeah. instead, people so enthusiastically going out there and buying up everything. Yeah. The fact that this is floating around, did you hear about the 400000 for the immig- illegal immigrant families that, that were, were separated. separated from their family. The fact that that's even uttered from their side is just arrogant. It's like, insane, yeah. It is terrible. Like, you guys are firing what was essential workers at the time. You're making them like, oh, you're going to take this vaccine. You're you're going to... Strong worker. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Again... Uh, you're gonna take you're gonna take it and uh, and if you don't you're gonna get fired. You're you're literally harassing American workers on their medical decisions. Oh wow, like you know, but but man, you come in here legally, we're sorry for the inconvenience. Here's four hundred thousand. Oh, you make less than uh, I think what is it in Chicago now? They're floating this uh, U- UBI thing, yeah, which is if you make thirty five thousand or less. You get paid five hundred dollars a month, dude. Those that get that UBI, do they have to be jabbed? <laughs> right, that's you it. know, like, are you? You know, yeah. this is, these people are sick. But that, that to me, right there, like, that's literally communism knocking on your door. Like, this is this is wealth redistribution. This is worse than Obamacare. This is just in your face. 
Oh yeah, yeah, way worse. This is this is like see Obamacare at least had the veil of like health. Well, I mean yeah. this does too, but but it was like oh well healthcare healthcare. No, this is like no. Listen, you're making less. You're not really trying that hard, and uh, we're gonna pay you five hundred a month, and you're now able to keep up with with Joe the plumber who worked his life to to get to where he got to. You don't have to. Here's a fucking step stool. And so it's like, well, that's not a, a sound economic uh, strategy. Oh, you can't pay your. All right, here we'll give you. We'll throw you thousands of dollars. Now you can pay your rent. And and, and these things are happening. All these reliefs, and it's like over again over something that isn't what was sold in the beginning. Yeah. A a, a, a pandemic that would take out a, a chunk of the population. It's not that. So we need to stop with the whole. Forcing stuff on people and 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 shutting stuff down and and all these all these steps that that aren't needed that that kind of create a uh, a situation where we're all gonna pay economically, right? Like the for for the side that says follow the science, you really don't follow the science. You really don't care about natural immunity. You really don't care about the economic ramifications you really don't care about not only the economic ramifications but how you're affecting the workforce and then you print more money and then you redistribute the money to people that aren't really like stimulating the economy forward what do you i don't i don't understand like you guys are in charge you don't need a college degree to understand that this is bad and it will end bad like so that's that's why you get the Bill Mars? That's why you get the Joe. Remember, Joe Rogan at some point said, "Oh, I'm gonna, uh, you know, I'm neutral in this. Maybe I'll vote Bernie." Like this is not a guy that was like oh, uber Republican or like Republican till I die type. No, this is just a regular dude who really isn't even into politics like that and can see that that's bad. Bill Maher is more into politics, but even Bill Maher sees his side is going down this road that's not. Yeah, and 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 if again. And if you I don't mean, believe Bill Maher it, Bill said on on Friday's episode, he said the pandemic is over, and like the internet blew up, uh, so upset at him. He's like, why won't? Well, he's like, why can't blue states recognize the, that the pandemic is over? And it's funny he said that because he said that right after we covered how now Florida, for as much criticism as Governor DeSantis got from the mainstream media has the lowest rate of the virus in the nation. Yeah. And so what really, what what is this really? Is it a cash grab? Is it about control? Is it about, and so now, I guess, is that becoming more clear to, to, to people? Is that becoming more clear to people in Virginia? Is that becoming more clear to the general population that, that was on that boat but now they're looking at it like oh man you know what maybe like we were duped maybe we were wrong maybe this isn't what it was originally sold as yeah and but the problem is is like if that's the case then like they're just consuming a lot of the wrong content because content like us content like crowder content like uh shapiro content like the numerous other people that are out there they've like we've been on this shit yeah and, and I, I mean, at this point, it just makes the the. And now the Bill Maher's on this shit. Yeah, yeah. 
And that's HBO. Yep. And so the ideas are be, that were being floated around are, are the criticisms. Now, like, we just have a way, a way more legit stance. Because the thing is, is, like, we could say things and people could have their biases. But once these things are exercised, now you have Joe Biden in office. And it's quite terrible. Well, you really don't have anywhere to point. So the best way forward is just being like, wow, I was really wrong. We're going to reverse course. And maybe that's what the Virginia situation is. It's like the first instance of people being like, wow, yeah, no, this ain't, this ain't, I didn't think it was going to be that bad, which I completely feel you on that. Like, I don't know that I had to take that. No. You know, like to me, it's like, you went to the strip club and the stripper looked good and you're like, man, I think I could wife her. <laughs> and then you're like, no, Rick, no, listen, don't do that, man. And I'm like, no, hey, no, she's like real nice to me, first of all. She brings me drinks. She told me to like, let's go do the private dance. I think I think this is wife material. And like all of you guys are just like, what? <laughs> no, yeah. this ain't going to pan out good for you. And I'm like, no, it is. Yeah, but that's incredibly naive <laughs> and stupid. <laughs> like, you know, but like that's that, stripper but, and, and that's the thing. It's like, like, I guess I give people more credit than they deserve thinking that like, how did you not see it? Because five minutes of five minutes of research into Biden, you'd see that like how awful of a politician it, he is. Not even that, just that, but coupled with, you know, how awful his, you know, his son is and, and the, the, the shady dealings and all of this stuff. So I don't know, I guess that I, I, there's a reason I'm not surprised by any of this. And now people are just like realizing what, what we've known for a while. Yeah. And Bill Maher was on that boat too. The whole, oh, Joe Biden. Fuck Donald Trump. And now it's like, well, you kind of, you kind of are one of the people to blame too. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you know, like, you, you're questioning stuff now, but like, the, the time to question those things is not when these motherfuckers are at the gates. It's like, before they get to the gates. Way before. Yeah, it's Way like, before. Yeah, to start fucking shooting them arrows and, and, and like, cannons and like nah they don't they should not get to the gates you have to have some a degree of foresight 100 percent and uh and i guess bill maher being like a classical liberal he i guess he wanted to believe in 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 that but now again you like he covered like the critical race theory and he, he said he's not with that who would be like you're you literally want to teach kids white kids in the classroom that they're the oppressor somehow they're children how i don't know yeah. but somehow they're the oppressor and that and that the kids of color are the oppressed and you think that that's going to create like something something good is going to come yeah. out of that well you saw that kind of lisa rice recently on the view yeah yeah that made them feel real uneasy because they thought that was a this would be an easy exchange. And when she was like, no, I don't think that we should train little like kids to be like, oh, white people are the problem or, or vice versa. That just makes it worse. Yeah. And then you could tell like, you I mean, you could probably hear a pin drop. Yeah. Cause everyone was like, oh yeah, you're they, not supposed they to didn't that. expect that because yeah. she's like, a, a, she's Republican, but she's an establishment figure. Yeah. So they probably figure, oh, well, Cause even the establishment is like rocking with this shit yeah. to an extent, like yeah. the, the right wing establishment. But she, 
she has ice water in her veins. I, I'll never forget one of the iciest things she ever did when uh, she was the Secretary of State under under Bush, um, yeah. and uh, and North Korea was getting real greasy, and she told North Korea, "Listen." If you keep acting stupid, we're just going to let Japan do whatever the fuck they want to do. So, <laughs> <That's> we, <laughs> hey, Republican women, they, they're ice cold. Yeah. Because who was uh, under Trump? Uh, she kind of flipped on his ass, but she still did a good ass Nikki job. Haley. Yeah. She was ice cold when it, come to, it came to foreign policy. I was yeah. like, man. This is going to go crazy on these people. Yeah. And I like that. Like, yeah. And, 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 uh, See that's some some shit like that you got to be proud of. They, they'll, but, they'll but never you know, get credit. The, what I what the thing what I what I gather out of out of Republican women, if you notice something about them, and this is a little bit more, uh, I'd say psychological slash cultural slash philosophical, but one they're they they're Republican, so they're obviously more conservative. So yeah. they have a more conservative lifestyle, meaning husband kids family foundation so they turn that that like that mama bear comes comes on it's like well like this like you're this shit is like infringing on like the happiness and the health of like my family and and my children and everything like that yeah and also they're not like this is like not no single mom or like uh, or 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 like party girl shit this is this is these are women that like are leaning on like they have a solid foundation to lean on yeah you know what yeah. i'm saying and and uh, like men and women really but like you see that women it can when they have that solid foundation it can really like propel them so like why wouldn't you feel empowered like that's because true empowerment not like the shit that that like this that oh i'm going out with the girls it's empowering now i'm not talking about that goofy ass shit i'm talking about like that type of shit like the type of empowerment where you feel icy enough to tell north korea yeah chill out or you're gonna let japan loose (laughs) oh yeah yeah do you see the difference in, in that tone that's a different tone instead of like the tone now like oh china might might attack that might like what is this yeah yeah like nah like like what what did what did what did donny t do in his first day in office he called taiwan that pissed china off yeah because he was recognizing them as like their own entity like yeah all your own people just calling to tell y'all Donny T's in the motherfucking house. That's literally <laughs> what he said too. No, but, but like China really got irked by that. <laughs> Imagine <had> recording. <laughs> Donny T's in the motherfucking house. But like, but like that show that already shows you're flexing on China. Like, yeah. all right, listen, I'm not your. We're not friends. I know we do business. I know we have to do business to some degree, but we're not friends. And and I think that that's. That's the difference now. Like you got Joe Biden apologizing about the. I don't know if you saw that at the at that um, the COP twenty six or whatever. Yeah, where he's apologizing because the last administration Go, uh, got out of the Paris climate. Yeah, report. oh, you're a straight goofy. First of all, can you please explain whole ass yeah. shit? Yeah. And and uh, so much of what this guy does makes us look so weak on the world stage. It's ridiculous. Yeah, dude, dude looks like just like out of it. 
even out if, of it. Yeah. And like you're so like you have such an anti-American stance on everything. Meanwhile, and like, it's like oh, I'm gonna be so nice to everybody. But meanwhile, your own people in your own nation, you think that it's cool that they get fired for yeah. not having the jab. And as a, a a great segue into the next topic, you you're saying that like what well, that uh, Trump Trump supporters are are a terrorist threat, and it's the greatest threat that faces the nation is white nationalism and white supremacy. He which actually is, said that. Yeah, that's what's crazy. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, that's insane. And and. Uh, the left wing media is losing their mind because Tucker Carlson has a new documentary out on Fox Nation in which he discusses the events that took place on January 6th. And also, like he, he covers the perspective of the left wing media and like how it was, for the most part, blown out of proportion and how they flat out lied. I, I watched the first episode of it on Fox yeah. Nation. Um, and I... I learned something in that first episode that I didn't know. Yeah. And we were talking about it in pre-production. I thought that some a Capitol police officer was actually killed by somebody or some people in that crowd. Because, you know, there were, there were quite a few people. Um, yep. There were never any uh, retractions issued. And it turns out that that never happened. Like, they these people didn't kill any officers, any Capitol police that day. <laughs> no no they didn't like but I mean who the hell is gonna be there to say oh otherwise because like they, they'll blame anything on on, on on these people they're actually calling parents terrorists for, for like going to the school board and be like I don't want my kid jabbed and or I learning don't want, critical race yeah. theory yeah. So, uh, yeah it's crazy you say that cause uh Oh, Juan Williams. I don't know if he's still with Fox. Um, I don't. Uh, he he was with Fox. I don't know if he's still there. But he tweeted, or he said, "This is a quote from him: Parents' rights is code for white race politics." Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, but. I get it. Like, they've gotten away with so much overreach that now they're, like, reaching for people's children. And it, it's like, because these motherfuckers, nobody's fighting. Like, yeah. so it's like, oh, are you going to let them take your kids too? Like, you standing up for your kids now is apparently racist. Actually, it wouldn't be bad to play the clip that you showed me where all of the media is talking about Tucker and, like, his documentary. Because there was one of those instances where, where they're like... uh this documentary is uh, is an insight to violence. Yeah, like you man, y'all, everything is an insight to violence. But but like when your side does it, it's not. And true violence where people ended up dead. Yeah, you didn't have shit to say about Chaz or Chop or whatever you want to call it. The that that leftist uh, mayor said it was the summer of love. Like this is sick, and that's why. All of these, all of these calls Sick for 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 things to be banned or deplatformed or whatever, people on on the right have to push back just as hard because this is not about being fair. This is not about reason or logic. Yeah. This is about no matter what you believe in, you disagree with me, you're wrong. 
and and I'm right, and and that's what it is. This they they don't have any like reason or logic behind what they're saying because <laughs> in watching that first episode of of the Patriot Purge, uh, yeah. Tucker Carlson's documentary, nothing of of how they're describing, which you have a good idea. I'll play the clip right now, but nothing of what you're describing or what they're describing took place in that documentary. It literally is facts, like. He'll, he pointed out how the media said, okay, a Capitol Police officer was killed by the mob at, at, at the Capitol. He put, plays the clips. Then he presents all the evidence of how that doesn't happen and how this die, this cop died of natural causes at the hospital, not even at the Capitol. Yeah. And then they went from saying that he was bludgeoned with a fire extinguisher, which never happened, to saying, oh, he was it was because he was sprayed with bear maze which never happened. I, I remember that. And yeah. then, and then, and then it went to oh well, he 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 ended up dying of of natural causes, and so everything that he says, he 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 displays. He yeah. presents the evidence. Everything they say, they present no evidence of of it being the case. But let me play a clip of the uh, left wing media losing their minds over Tucker Carlson's documentary. Tucker Carlson has created a terrorist recruitment video. Fox TV branching into fantasy programming. A new series from Tucker Carlson traffics and conspiracy theories surrounding the insurrection on January 6th. Tucker Carlson attempting to rewrite history around the January 6th insurrection. Tucker Carlson makes a tribute video to the terrorists. Tucker Carlson is hitting a new low, completely rewriting the history of the Capitol insurrection in a way that defies belief. Tuckums previewed a documentary that goes beyond the usual Daughters of the Confederacy rewrite of the January 6th. So you get the gist of it. It's uh, all these outlets, MSNBC, CNN, ABC, CBS, just all of them. Oh, Tucker Carlson, he's uh, inciting violence. Tucker Carlson, rewriting history. Tucker Carlson, because they want their particular narrative, which is fine if they truly believe that. But the problem is, is like, well, how come you're not looking at the fact that this guy is actually providing evidence and support for the things that he's saying? Yeah, yeah. That's how you know we're not living in a. They are not living in a world of <laughs> facts and reason. Because my thing is, I and I would be the first to say it yeah. if I watched that, and I was like, oh well, this is just propaganda. Like there, he's doing the same thing that they do. I would say it, but yeah. And I implore everybody that's listening, that's interested, to watch it on Fox Nation. He literally everything in this first episode he provides and and displays substantiation for his claims and his points. And the fact that you precisely said the first episode, we're not even saying, oh, the show. You're so precise in your assessment of this is like, well, this is what I've watched so far. This is what I think. And you would have thought differently had you seen them. Well, not you particularly because you know better, but the regular person who's not maybe into politics, they, they, they'll listen to all these journalists, quote unquote, uh, and and... You'll be like, wow, damn, Tucker, that Tucker guy's something back else. at it again. Yeah, what the fuck? You, and, and you know, it's yeah. wild that you said that because 
I only even knew about this documentary because of these goofies. I had no idea that yeah. this shit existed because I, I rock with Tucker, but like I don't. I'm not one of those. I watch him every night. You know, yeah. I'm busy. Like I don't have time to like be sitting around. And, oh, it's time. It's time for Tucker. Like you yeah. know, if I happen to be home or 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 on my phone at the moment and it's on i'll watch it but like it's not i i don't like tune in you know regularly or religiously so i had no idea that this shit existed and yeah. i'm listening to all these goofies and i'm like oh well this shit must be like like good if if they're like if they're this <laughs> yeah. upset about it i gotta check it out for myself and really it's nothing to be upset about like it's it's just the first episode i feel like was very like smooth i i mean did he like, takes did he take side was he biased at all do you do you feel or no what what i got out of that first episode is is that what he's doing is he's drawing parallels between how the bush administration handled the war on terror yeah. and how the current administration is referencing trump supporters and there's a lot of parallels like it's okay. like you're kind of going about things like un unsubstantiated, which I don't totally agree with it because like the war on terror, it started all started from 9-11. Yeah. But a lot of the other things that popped off were unsubstantiated, mm -hmm. like Iraq having weapons of mass destruction and all of that type of stuff. Yeah. So there were certain aspects that were unsubstantiated, but that gave justification to do what you're going to do. Yeah. And and so he's beginning to draw the parallels. And like essentially what I feel like that first episode established is that he believes that if people don't become more aware of this, it could become a situation where citizens of this nation that rock with the other side uh, of the political aisle... Yeah. Uh, you know that are on the right wing that they're gonna be st targeted like terrorists which they're already starting well, yeah. to be labeled as terrorists domestic terrorism and yeah. everything like that and that much is true it, it, that yeah. that much is true with, but what's crazy is all the blm and antifa shit that popped off was like way worse in terms of of monetary damage in terms of life loss in terms of consistency and and none yeah. of them were labeled domestic terrorists. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. No. So that's where that's. Well, I mean, Trump did his job as far as trying was saying that they were a terrorist organization. But if we're talking strictly media, no, yeah, that's what we're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, like media doesn't paint them as terrorists. No, not at yeah. all. Media nor did Biden and his campaign. Oh no, yeah, no, that's they what, didn't either. That's what yeah, we're talking about yeah. And, and so yeah, like as a, as a, as. During that time, yeah, these motherfuckers are acting like terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that you take a whole summer of love and you compare it to one night or one day at the Capitol, and even and even then you could compare what's being done as well, you know? And so right there... You, you can already see way, a way different a way different picture. On one end, you see people looting, rioting, burning everything, right? And on another end, that shit's clearly targeted to the politicians. Yeah. And so regardless if you agree or if you don't agree, whatever the case, those are two way different situations. Right. Yeah. One actually has like a, 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 a philosophy, whether you agree with the philosophy yeah. or not, there's actually a philosophy that's upholding it versus one is just like 
self-serving like oh yeah. let me get these shoes let me get this 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 uh these games let yeah. me get all this shit that that i can't afford to buy you know and, and, and i've been told by by many people here in chicago that i know uh, people that 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 i that i've worked with people that you know you just talk to that were never a fan of trump i was like oh wow the way things are going now that january 6th shit doesn't look so bad yeah. it doesn't look like it was so it was it, it, it was bad these are from people who did not like trump you know what I'm saying? This isn't like someone that's like a pro uh, um, Trump guy. No, no, no. These are the other aisle telling me this. Yeah, well, you know, look at the, look where we're at now. And Most so are losing their jobs. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. And, and so again, be it as it may, whether you agree or whether you don't, two way different situations. And given the fact that media is so 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 biasly left. Yeah, I think Tucker is doing everyone a service by at least attempting to tell the truth. Like whether whether the way he's cuz from what you're saying is like he's doing a pretty solid job, but there's certain things that you're like, "Ah, not don't necessarily agree, but I see what he's doing." Yeah. And so, and even then, the fact that you're even saying that, you know what I mean? Could you get that from like if if Don Lemon created a documentary? And someone that was like a big <laughs> yeah, Biden fan, they'd be like, oh, man, this is perfection. Wow, this is, oh, Don Lemon is a national hero. <laughs> he should win the, the the Medal of Peace. Like, actually, it would, that's how it would be sounding. From, from how you explained it, you explained it from a very, like, well, so far, so good. Certain things, okay, and that's it, you know? I think that's that's solid. And and who's to say, once we, we watch it all, we could kind of, like, Give an overall critique of it, yeah. Whether it's good, whether it's bad. I, it's supposed to be three episodes, and uh, I, I guess this Monday they put one out, and then next Monday, and then the following Monday. Yeah. So. Well, moving on to the next segment, um, governor's race, Virginia, big, big, big. Last week I uh, went into great detail explaining why this race is so big and why you should care about it. Yeah. Um, little bit of an update now. Um, as the polls currently stand, uh, well, a little bit of a backdrop. Uh, for people that maybe didn't listen to last week's episode, um, why the governor's race in Virginia is so important is because it could be the beginning of the red wave, and it could be the beginning of a red wave the likes we have never seen because if you look at the numbers, Virginia has not voted for a Republican governor since 2009. They have not voted Republican for president since 2004. And just a year ago, they voted for Biden plus 10. So that is a, a significant hold you would think on a state, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, this is telling a story. It's painting the picture that the distaste that people have in their mouths for the left, um, it seems to be real. It's not just us. Um, it, it, it seems to be prevalent. Coupled with a, a bunch of huge gaffes that McAuliffe, uh, uh, Terry McAuliffe made about, about parents and schools and, and choice and, and, and curriculum and everything like that. And Yunkin sort of 
showing that he's cool with Trump, but not like a super close alliance either. Um, and with all of that culminated, we have Fox 5, which is a, 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 a local outlet, has Yunkin up by two currently. Trafalgar Group, which they are a Republican uh, poll, but it has Yunkin up by two. Then a few other ones we got here. Um, Boris, big big data poll, Yunkin up by three. So overall, on average, Yunkin is up. Uh, the Fox 5 exclusive, Yunkin ahead of McAuliffe. Um, Yunkin 47, McAuliffe 45. Blanding, 2% undecided, 6% margin of error, 4.4. So it's still within the margin of error, but but he's up. Um, if Yunkin pulls this off, because at this point, this is all this race is, is it, it's how, how, how do they phrase it? It's the Democrats to lose because, yeah. because like, this was already a democratic state so win or lose for republicans it's like well it is what this it is what it is yeah but loss for the democrats that's a shift yeah yeah if that takes place and if tonight as the viewers listen to this it's tonight for them but it's tomorrow for us as we record this um and and yunkin is declared the victor do the Democrats shift? Do the Democrats pivot at all, or do they do they stay the course that they're on? They stay the course. I think uh, the Biden administration, as we've talked about, um, they're very arrogant, and so they're going to try and stay the course. But like, let's now look at the three point five trillion. Uh, Build Back Better plan was now cut down to the 1.5 billion Build Back Better plan, which is already pretty stripped well, down. Well, wasn't and which is not the first strip down because yeah. originally it was stripped down. Oh yeah, to <laughs> to 1.75, then it stripped down to 1.5, and who knows what it'll be stripped down yeah. n- to next if if it even happens. Yeah. So so the only way I could see them actually shifting. To an extent is well, we need to get something done at least because this is horrendous. Because all we've gotten done is fire people that were last year were heroes. We're firing them, yeah. Or or, or we personally are not firing them, but they're being fired because of the shit we're peddling. Yeah. And motherfuckers ain't gonna get what they need for Christmas. And if they do, they gotta pay markup, and that's all we've done. And gas is gas is expensive, and yeah. the winter is coming. And people got to pay more for for utilities. Yeah, that's all we've done. <laughs> and that's that's horrendous. So, um, I don't know. I th- I think to survive they'll have to, but they're not going. It's not going to be easy. And they're not smart. They're not smart. No, not at all. And so I think that they'll try and stay the course to their avail because uh, already even if the even if. McCullough was to win. The fact that it's this close doesn't spell very good for twenty twenty two. If Youngkin wins, that's like horrendous news. Like like you said for for the left because it's like man, this is bad. This is just Virginia. I don't even want to know. And then remember the census that we covered. Also, 
a lot of uh, districts were changed, right? Yeah, like it, it, was it got re- rearranged. Redistrict, redistricting that. that yeah, occurred. and so that kind of spelled a bit of a problem for the left, potentially moving forward. So, I don't know it, if Youngkin yeah. wins. How fired up are are Republicans? Oh, they're gonna be. That's like blood on. Like that's like like a drop of blood in the water and like just shark swimming like oh shit but i think that yunkin is doing he's actually setting up the blueprint for the right because like you said he's finessed his very well he hasn't been anti-trump he's been oh hey that's fucks with dude but i can handle this on my own i'm gonna be 50 cent and this is gonna be new york and I'm gonna go after everybody, and so uh, in, in in the most cordial way, in the most non fifty cent way possible, because yeah. like, he's weird. He's like real cordial, real cool, Classy. but like yeah, he's literally going against all the big names in the left pockets, like Obama. Like they they did the whole spiel that they did in Cali. Obama, Biden, Kamala, yeah. all of them. And, and like, what did he do? He's like, no. Or what did his administration do? Is it, no, you got this. Just let's stay on course. You'll handle it. You'll be the one-man show, and we'll go from there. And I think that Republicans are very smart in that regard. Like, they they, they look at it. Trump has been very smart. Trump was actually thinking of going to do a rally over there, and he kind of fell back and just did, like, a little, like, tele-rally. Mm-hmm. But he kind of already understands, too. Like, okay, let him handle that. Uh, in this state, yeah, the, the, yeah, it's because they voted plus ten for yeah. Biden, so this is a state that like they have a distaste for Trump. So let's not let's not bring that back yeah. up. Yeah, it's the small things in this warfare that we're seeing that are gonna change because I I think that being patient and seeing what Obama did. Like, cause that was a big thing. Obama, oh, it was all over the news. That did nothing for them. No, it didn't. It actually probably hurt them more. It it, it, it didn't. Yeah. It didn't. It did do nothing. Anything. So then, right there, like all all you had and to Obama do, spoke yeah. like it, like completely false, but pretty charismatic. Like the way he was, he was like, and this guy wants you to think that he's a regular, everyday fleece wearing, hoops throwing, <laughs> like. The, the way Obama spoke, like, it would have been a perfectly delivered... I would say it was a perfectly delivered message. It's just that the message was, was shit. Like, it, it had no substance yeah. to it. But the delivery of it was amazing. Yeah. And you made a good point. He did try to link him with Trump. Yeah. And he tried to link him with Trump and QAnon and all that stuff. And, and, and like... He did what he was supposed to. No, yeah, there was nothing yeah. more that that guy could have done. Like that speech, like I said, like I, I was, like I was, I was captivated by the speech. While yeah. I totally disagreed with it, it yeah. was one of those. It was like when, when you see uh, Calvin Candy uh, on on Django and Chain. Yeah, that character. It's like you disagree with him, but yeah. like you're captivated by like how he he operates. Yeah, yeah. It was mm-hmm. like that. Like oh shit, like this guy, like. He still has that 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 energy, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And but it was shit. Like it was it was like a complete shit message, and it didn't seem to like do anything. No. And so, what the Republicans do? All right, let's stay the course. Uh, it, it reminds me of like that that Battle of the Bastards, 
where they're like knock the, the other side is like knocking and then the, they're throwing the the arrows and he's like hold hold and they're like nah we just gotta go in because like so so right now you just gotta hold hold it's it so now once if 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 McCullough is out of there and like it's now a a, a, a govern a Republican governor in Virginia, oh now you nuck, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's all of 2022. This is the precursor, and then this is where you go all in, everything. Now what wh- what's uh what's interesting is um uh we talked about him before uh, Adam Kinzinger from Illinois. He's on the he's on he's one of the Republicans on the bipartisan panel for January 6th, but he's a rhino. Yeah. Uh, he recently announced that he's not running. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not running for re-election. And he's a pretty. He's a pretty young dude. I wonder. Yeah, like it, that. It made me think too. Is like I wonder because there were some redistricting issues with his with his district, but then supposedly they were gonna like still work him in, but now. He's like, yeah, I'm not running. So I wonder if he's even starting to see the what's on the horizon. Yeah. Because, you know, him in his district, who knows how much hate mail he's received? Who knows how many people be like, motherfucker, like this next election, you're out. Like, you know, and he just, he, because the way that he was operating, yeah, he was very vocal, you know, against January 6th and everything like that. He was operating like he like had a long political career ahead of him. Yeah. But you, you never know. These guys are so proud. Like, he's probably like, oh, let me disappear now so I could kind of like damage control. And then later on, maybe I could try and go for like the governor or something, you know, as a Republican. Maybe. Quotations. Maybe. If even... But but why now like you have spotlight like you're in the the, the committee for January yeah. six like it's like you it would appear you have some upward momentum why would you not capitalize off of that if unless that momentum is is uh, inflated and like you know that like you're not gonna win re-election yeah so that that's uh that's kind of interesting but uh do you think actually. Talking about that, and I know this is kind of like a side note on it, but um, or we're kind of being sidetracked. But do you think like a a more vocal Republican would do good in Illinois? Because like I feel we always get like the good like like the golden boy of yeah. Republicans. Oh hey, I'm the Republican guy. I got voted in because people like me, but they don't hate me. Do you feel like I feel like if the person was vocal like how Trump was when when he was running in 2016 and he remember when he told the black voters that like would live in urban environments he's like what the hell do you have to lose Yeah I feel like somebody like that because I feel like a lot of the people in Chicago which is a big portion of the voting block in Illinois oh. it's like the only appeal that's ever made to them is like, oh, free stuff, UBI, fucking link card, like all that type of shit. But if somebody was vocal and said like, listen, for years you voted for these people, they've done nothing for you. Crime is outrageous. You're scared to walk in your communities. You're scared to live a normal life and you have up, up, no upward mobility. Why not try something different? Yeah, I think that could do well. I think that sort of like vocal could do well. Yeah, and I think that Republicans uh, in Illinois ought to take 
a page out of Trump's book when it comes to being in these streets. Oh, yeah. Like, if you do a rally and you get people and, like, you, you just go and you try and do stuff, in, in, even in areas where you, you might not get a big turnout, you have to you have to sell it. You have to be a good coordinator. Like let's say, oh, let's 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 attack uh, uh, just for the lack of uh, of a be- like the urban areas of Chicago. Well, Chicago is urban in general, but just like let's go there. But like actually go, yeah. you know, talk to people and then have a good delivery. I think that would also start turning the tide in those districts. And now you put pressure on like the the representatives yeah. of those districts because now they're like fuck. This guy, it's like, it, it, it would remind me of like 50 Cent when you he was care. selling the mixtapes. Yeah, you care. Yeah, like, what the fuck? He's selling mixtapes? How is he this big? Nah, like, I'm in these streets. Like, buy these mixtapes. Buy yeah. these mixtapes. So if you get like a Republican candidate that's like has that delivery and that charisma, and he could go to those places and and, and talk to people, like, man, that could the change. The representatives of these areas, they're not even in these areas. No, yeah. no. Yeah, so so if you could get people riled up, I think that would, because the thing is, this is a, this is what the problem is when it comes to a governor that that's Republican. You get nothing done because the districts run you. That's what that's how um, what Rauner. Was, Rauner got vetoed mm-hmm. when he said, "No, the taxes aren't going." No, they are. We're going to veto you, and so now you have basically the House running you. And you makes you ineffective for whatever. Which I bet, I bet a lot of these goofies that voted for Pritzker that that are on the verge of of uh, losing their job because they didn't get the jab. I bet they wish Rauner was around right yeah. now. Yeah. Yep. So so it's crazy. It's just a, like some food for thought when it comes to like campaigning in these blue states because they went more right. Yeah. And they're, they're still left, but they went uh, last presidential election. It was still like whoa. There was a push, so if you if you if you actually do the effort of actually being out here campaigning, maybe I don't know. Yep. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening, so keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something you know somebody will be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a five star review. It helps us out a lot. And if you want to help us stay independent, go to our website and donate an amount of your choosing. We will see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.